Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans, episode 173. What's up, Jeff? All right. Well, that fade wasn't really going very fast. Because right. I don't have cans on, bro. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel Stales from New Orleans. We're back. Episode 173. We've got Ethan Ellistad here from Music and Culture Coalition of New Orleans. And we have Mr. Derek Freeman here from Soul Brass Band, amongst many other musical entities joining us. These guys are friends of the pod. If you're familiar with the pod, you know that they have been with us many, many times. Our two most guests. regular guests. I would say the wow. most prolific. For the first time. Together for Together the first time. Together for the first oh, time. Oh, and for sure. Oh, we're you making guys, history. Every time I'm on, we make history. You oh, guys are part of like that SNL, like Five Jacket Club or what? Five, you know, hosting Jacket Club? Five, like you guys uh, are that. Five Mike. No, wait, what would it be? Figure it out. Five Mike. No, that's Club. two. No, five mics is that's the source. That'd be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but you guys are it. You guys are our most frequent guests over the run of this collector's edition, hundred and seventy <laughs> episodes. Yeah, and uh, mostly because Aaron Lambert won't leave his couch too much. I mean, I feel like <laughs> we've had Aaron on. I feel like he's time. had more opportunities than me, but he's just, you know, he's high. He has had more opportunities, probably, and you're always <laughs> could be. you're always gaming, right? <laughs> I mean, also, I live four blocks away, right? So, like, oh yeah, you're right here. Right. Hard to go to the other side of Paul Morphy Street. <laughs> so we got so much shit going down right now in the music industry in New Orleans. Um, shit, a lot of shit going down. We have got this ABO ordinance that's coming up for a vote in the city council, Ethan. Yeah. Um, maybe we jump off there, man. And 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 Derek is a musician. Maybe get your take on that. And and yeah, you want me to start the story? Uh, yeah, 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 let's start. So I've been on talking about a previous version of this ordinance like a year ago, right? So this is the ABO ordinance revisions take two, uh, maybe a year, a little over a year and a half ago. I guess December twenty seventeen, back in the old council, Stacy had introduced an ordinance that mandated the surveillance cameras outside of all bars and had a whole like complaint system that would have made, made it easier to shut down bars and and long story short because I've talked about it before is that essentially got defeated uh, about six or seven months later we did a whole campaign and we got a bunch of people to sign on to oppose surveillance of bars and music venues and I think Derek you were in that video that we I think you all were in that yeah video. Derek was yeah, in yeah, it yeah, yeah. for sure um, and yeah we won and then the council switched, and like the first thing that happened was two new council members essentially resurrected it, and it was back to cameras, and this time cameras inside bars, and the complaint system was the same, and it it did you know it was actually more expansive and tried to do a whole overhaul of all laws that govern the way that alcoholic beverages are bottles are, are governed in New Orleans. Um, we defeated a lot of the same things again. We defeated cameras again. We defeated the, the complaint system again. But they sort of keep adding in new things as we defeat things. So they added something that would have made loitering in or outside of a bar a reason to shut down a bar. Inside. Right. So a business is based on a you loitering can't model. Loiter inside a bar. Right. Um, you can't hang out. And so, like, we, we, right. Um, and so that, that was maintain the drink, is all Uncle Joe was saying. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. uh, and so, yeah, we, we ended up getting that taken out, but there's still pieces of it that are concerning about, like, an emergency shutdown provision that would allow the Department of Safety and Permits to shut down a bar sort of for whatever for whatever reason. Oh, that's going to keep those people on the up and up for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody's right. going to get bribed. I mean, come right. on. They're, They're already, yeah. already under indictment in federal right. investigation. Right, <laughs> Come on, man. Like, really? Right. <laughs> we'll give that. Yeah. Stop. Um, and so, you know, um, we've been whittling things away from this thing. Um, it's been, like, kicked down kicked down the road a number of times. It looks like it will finally have a vote October 3rd. Um, and it, what, what this really all comes from is it's the state um, ATC, you know, Alcohol Tobacco Control Board, and city attorney's office have been pushing it they found new council members to push it again you know it's about limiting bars and i think one time i'll just really quickly talk about this since it's an opportunity and i spent a lot of time when i was traveling for a week i had a lot of downtime and i did a bunch of research on where some of these provisions came from and it is texas <laughs> oh close enough right it's right. uh, so what, I, what happens is it is largely illegal to open up a bar or it's still alcohol within 300 feet of a, of a church, playground, uh, school, or library. 
And so I spent a lot of time doing research in, in like the whole Times Pick articles. I even went to like the Paper City archives and went and found these documents. And I was able to trace that back to 1896 is when they introduced that law, which is the same year as Plessy versus Ferguson. So that can tell you what part of that law is about, right? Uh, it's about control. It's about who can who can have access to business and spaces. Um, and so one way or the other, like that, uh, to a succinct version, this this lasted the prohibition. When prohibition happened, they didn't need it anymore because you couldn't sell alcohol. And then they brought it back <laughs> in uh, 1941 and it was because of pat o'brien's opening up in the french quarter um the woman who started vc poor sort of the godmother of vc poor elizabeth warline and maybe i've talked about this here before um, we, we talked about it yeah, yeah uh like was so mad about um the the pat o'brien's opening that she re- resurrected this 300 foot rule so that no other business could essentially like sell alcohol in the quarter could happen and then a few years later they made it Citywide, uh, and since then, since 1945, that has been a law, right? And one thing that we keep saying is like maybe we shouldn't have laws in the books from 1896, sure. 1941, 1945. Maybe we should really examine why these were created and how they're how well, they where the motivation right where the motivation is. Because if you also look into Elizabeth Warline's history, she was also in 1920 an advocate for racial purity law. Yeah. So that'll tell you exactly what these laws are all about. Of course. I um, mean, Warline, I mean, yeah, just trace the name back. I mean, it's not, right. it's not that hard to figure that out. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, um, the, I mean, there's so many layers to this that I have opinions on. But the one, the main thing about it is, is these laws have actually ruined a lot of musical cities. Yeah. Like, they ruined Austin with this bullshit. They ruined Chicago with that. Memphis, the Memphis scene is completely dead. It's because of this type of shit. Right. And, like, you know, I mean, it also creates other cool elements, you know, because you can still go to these underground bars in Chicago that are cool and cool musicians. But the whole point in New Orleans is, is, is that the whole town is a speakeasy. Like, that's, right. that's why people love here because... We all feel inclusive to some like some other shit that's not like super regulated or mandated right. like the rest of the country. And that's why the culture is able to thrive is, is because like we need people to be a little drunk, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and you need <laughs> so that space to make that happen, right? Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, right. you know, like you musicians creative to play their music. Yeah, right. so I I don't I mean, like I'm saying there's perfect examples of it. Like 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 I said, just look at Austin thirty years versus Austin now, Chicago. 10 years ago versus right. now or where, where's the New York scene right I mean think about it like you know we know a lot of musicians that live in New York and how, how much time do they spend in New York like none they're always on the freaking mm, road yeah yeah I don't unless, unless they're doing TV shows or Broadway mm-hmm. even here you know I mean, it's like if you're I mean I've never been a uh, career musician but yeah, everybody leaves in the summertime you know, yeah. because I mean that that kind of you know My the expectation is there, that you not, can't make a living here. You know, and there, there's not really any scenes in this, in this day because any, of this shit has ruined all the music that, that's scenes. Right, mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. San Francisco it sucks now. Like all these places that used to be like places that birthed us when we were we were kids coming up playing yeah. this music. Yeah. Because they were a little raunchy and seedy. Like you needed that to make shit happen. You right. know what I'm saying. But you can and make, I understand concentrating it. I mean, like that's why they have district. Like that's why the red light district is not a hundred percent of the town. Like, it's, right. I, I get like if you don't want, you know, if you want the purity people to not be overlapped with the with right. the the hooligans or whatever. Then, or at least the purity people can know they can stay on this part. Yeah, of yeah, like, exactly. I mean, that's, be that's subjected I, to fine. Yeah, the red but, light but, but we shouldn't have to be subjected to their. That's side exactly of it. right. right. I don't, they're not even out. Churches. They're not even out past eight p.m. Why do they care I, what the I hell we're doing? Mega here? church for a reason. Right. What do you What do you care what I'm doing at midnight? Right. You're your little freaking cul-de-sac somewhere. It doesn't freaking. It doesn't make any sense. Right. So back to like a segue into motivation. Can I say something real quick? You know, just as a business owner. Uh, one thing that I noticed from going all to the to these neighborhood meetings and whatnot, you know, is that there's always a group of people at these neighborhood meetings that are concealing what their real intent is. You know, of course, because yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it was clear to me that there was at least a handful of people in the FMIA, Fallburg Marine Improvement Association, for anybody who doesn't know, <laughs> that 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 felt like they were entitled to that property. Yeah. What they really thought about it was that when that property goes up, I'm going to get it. And I'm in good 
with the power structure in New Orleans. And therefore, when I have a bar, nobody's ever going to fuck with it. Right. And then we scooped it, right? Because they didn't know that it was being rented because the guy was so cheap that he didn't take out any advertisements. It was a word of mouth thing. <laughs> right. 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 And so they were really, really angry about that, you know? And so to me, you always have to look for that too, you know, because that's in there for sure. Because, like, you ask, like, why do you care? You know, you go to bed at 8 o'clock. Yeah, they go to bed. They hire a manager. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they make money off of it. Yeah, Absolutely. They're yeah. still going to bed at 8 o'clock, and they know they're never going to be fucked with because they're friends with somebody on the council, you know, or have some kind or of... Safety and permits. Well, the safety, safety and permits, right. Yeah, exactly. That's like how there's no Melba. You know what I'm saying? There's no, there actually is a Gene, but the Gene is an Italian dude from, from Madisonville. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I, know, yeah, I know his yeah. nephew was my... Chase was his, his nephew, Uncle James, Gene's Pope boy. It's like... You know, so it's that's what that's the same thing we're talking about. Sure, right? sure, yeah. You know, yeah, like exactly. you know, nobody exactly. knows who owns any of these places. That's right. I mean, we do know because we know. You right. know what I'm saying? And and I mean, based on the employees, you could tell. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I could yeah. tell when I walk in the, the, which two people are bartending at this particular establishment who owns this bar. I can figure it out in three minutes. The, like, oh, like, like, nepotism? Yeah, of course. I'm like, oh, right. this is one of those. Oh, he's with those. Okay, exactly. I got it. Yeah. Look, like, so, like yeah. I'll give you an example. Like, no. No offense to Phoenix or anything, but I was like, I was like, man, that I just started thinking about like all these bars get fucked with, and a bunch of others don't. Right. You know, and I was just like, why we're not committing any other any kind of infractions that are right. different than these other places, even less so a lot of times. You know, right. I mean, I could point to tons of infractions that you're not supposed to do, you know, at other places. Blah blah blah. I'm not trying to cry victim here at all, right? But but I'm just pointing out like that. It's actually the opposite. That Phoenix got fucked with recently. Yeah. And I was like, Shh, f- fucking something major must have happened. Yeah. You know, because... Someone didn't get paid. Because that yeah. bar was like, you know, it was like tef- the Teflon bar, you know, sure. that never got any trouble yeah, whatever, at all. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, You just know, don't, I mean, don't go upstairs. always a party going on at <laughs> right. the Phoenix, man. Yeah. Everybody knew that, you know? And so, Good luck with that. Right. You know, so I was like, I was like, things must have changed. And I'm like, well, look across the street. There's a fucking Starbucks now. Right. Literally yeah. across the street. Like, like literally across the street. Like literally across the street. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a different set yeah. of moneyed people. Well, I mean, who you have, know I live, well, first of all, I live on that corner, which you know. Like, you live, oh, yeah, right. I, no, right. so I mean, I'm like, it's happening in real time. I'm like, okay, Jeans Poor Boy, after mentioned again, Jeans Poor Boy closed down, the freaking Beauty Supply closed down. They're both about to be condos. Right. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, right. My property taxes are, you right. know what I'm right. like? Yeah, yeah. Shit, man. It's like, just moved in the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Like you're in Africa, like yeah. Damn it, man. it's very convenient for work, but I'm but it's but yeah. But I don't know what I don't know what the bad. deal was between the Schwegmans and the Robears that got that finally to happen. You know, they settled it out some kind of way, right? Because they've been fighting. It was just a developer. They yeah. got cheaper rent, so if if they decide to add, add extra units to the property, their rent goes down. You know what I'm saying? Well, we can get Starbucks to pay half your rent. Right. Yeah. No. And then well, you're talking. Of course, talk- I'm not going to turn it down. I mean. And then you're talking about bigwigs, right? At least from a Louisiana standpoint. Right. You know. And they're looking across the street, and they're like, "Oh, that's crap compared to this. We want the suburban shit to be in New Orleans." Right. Yeah. I mean, exactly. you know what I mean, that whole block on Elysian Fields is for sale with like a trash palace and all. Of course. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. a whole block. Like every time I see locals going in, it's like every time I see locals going into the Panera Bread. I'm like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "This is the." <laughs> You're complicit. Part of the problem. Yeah, stop yeah, yeah. it. Stop going to the damn yeah, Panera stop, Bread. Stop like, going right? there. I know it's convenient, but it's not. It's, it's crap. First of all, right. and secondly, like this is the, you know what I'm saying? It's, Especially yeah. in New Orleans, like we invented the hot lunch. Like go eat some real food. What are you exactly. doing? Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's like a, don't, don't be don't comply. What you know are, what I'm saying? What are yeah, two yeah, times? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't comply. Don't Because in the 90s, no, no. Because in the 90s, they always try to open up chains and shit in New Orleans. And bitches would come and go. Six yeah. weeks gone. Like no, no. I ain't. That's true. You can't. That's really not going. You can't no, bring think, on red lobster early in the morning because we reject that shit. Yeah, like no, anybody's going to eat that. Like what are you talking? No, about? think about the coffee shop. An Olive Garden has never yeah. stepped foot in fucking Orleans property. No, of course not. Succeeded. And the, my point is, right? Starbucks. When that, Starbucks. We even tried that shit twenty years ago. We never had a single national chain of coffee. Never, not Star- not a single Star- one. Starbucks uses, and I have this on. Dunkin', they had one Dunkin' Donuts on St. Charles because the because the because the East Coast fucking yuppies bitched and complained because they were all from that you know all the Tulane kids. <laughs> they brought so in they the put Dunkin'. A Dunkin' yeah, and that shit didn't even last more. No, no, it didn't. It See didn't. what I'm saying? Like it does not. 
That's why I mean. That's why there's no In and Out burgers. Uh, uh, that's right. You, what you call it? A uh, steak shack. I mean, which I love. Steak shack. Yeah. That shit ain't gonna last. <laughs> Starbucks uses mili- military grade geo information, like geo mapping, in order to decide where they're gonna put like the Starbucks near your house. And, and they I did it real slick. And, and they, and they slick and, like, and worked on works with a company that provides that out, service. And they did it real slick too, because like the Starbucks sign is black and white. Right. It's not like the normal green one that you can see from three blocks mm-hmm. away. Yeah, you're right. Like you can't see it until you're right there on it. Like you know, I'm just walking my dog one day and just being like. Fuck, there's a Starbucks now. No, they just took a, you know, a gander at the, you know, the demography of people who've moved there recently, you know, right. and, they, yep. and they figured it out and they were like, oh, they're going to go here. Yep. yep. So like there's, there's a laziness that accompanies, you know, like this whole thing of familiarizing yourself with the thing of New Orleans being so unique and that's inconvenient. <laughs> so they're going to drop one right there, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I feel like that. I mean, all, all these things are woven together just to circulate back around to this whole issue yeah. that we've been talking about. Well, back about. to motivation. Can I ask a question yeah. to you, Ethan? Because you talk about motivation from like some of these arcane laws that are on the books from 1800s, 1900s, pedos, all that stuff that was like personal and vindictive or right. whatever. What is something like, what's the motivation for Kristen Palmer? I for, mean, for for staking this, like for planting yeah, a flag on this issue. I some jobs, some jobs. I don't get some, it. Some job in the private sector that she's being promised, if, yeah, if she fulfills, if she, if she carries to fruition, whatever the deal is, right. she's gonna get some condo building or some. Sh- you already know what it, I mean. She's got some back channel payoff yeah. coming from planting this flag Absolutely. on this particular issue. Absolutely, because otherwise, why she? Because it, it certainly isn't gonna get you elected again. No, she don't Playing care about that at this point. Right? I mean, no, yeah. I feel like she lost the first time. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I feel like she lost the first time around because right. of that noise ordinance thing, right. in large part. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it's interesting timing, all this stuff coming up together. But I think, so, I mean, you'd have to ask her, but here's my thought, is that some of this is tied to like a push for sustainable tourism, quote unquote. So you look at like Airbnb regulation, you look at, bar regulation look at outdoor music regulation right it's all sort of like neighborhoods are for neighbors quote unquote right and it's like uh, disneyfying our music culture but, but what it does what basically. it does is it, it assumes that everything that is a nuisance to some particular set of people is bad for no one's bad for neighborhoods but it it miss it misses the mark because music isn't the nuisance for neighborhoods, right? Music is part of neighborhoods. So it brings everybody right. together. Exactly. It's always That's has right. been. Right. But it's, it's, it's saying that, oh, no, this is part of the problem because you're looking at a thing like um, some corporate, like, say, a Willie's Chicken Shack and a, um, and you know, a, a corner bar being the same. And they're just not, right? And so it's the one-size-fits-all that doesn't actually fit all that I think is... Is part of the issue. Plus, honestly, I think that there are people that are from the state level push have been pushing this for a long time, or people like Dan McNamara at the ABO at the city attorney's office. Jesus like God. this is some of this is directly from them. When is that guy um, gonna go away? And you know, the example I'll use is because uh, I watch all the the alcohol beverage control board meetings. Um, Exciting stuff. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> in case you get a hit. Uh, but the uh, so recently there's a bar that's called the Cool Spot. It's right off the Greenway. It's it's. Um, to Mid-City, and they had a consent judgment, and they sort of violated it. But the city was taking evidence from neighbors, and they were like, there was literally a dude standing behind his fence filming behind a slot of, of like, people hanging out. And then evidence he had were, like, somebody cooking outside, a brass band playing in a repast for an, a woman from the neighborhood. Um, what are, what's the problem with it? Like, yeah, right. It's, it's, um, <laughs> and it's just like, it's totally, people hanging out. It's totally. like, oh, a DJ is playing, and they're not supposed to have a DJ. And, like, <laughs> it's just this neighbor that's just doing this. But the thing is, the city knows that that's not actually in violation, but they're still using it as evidence against them because they think they can sway the voting members of the body and, and get the bar shut down. And that's, that, I mean, that's disingenuous. But what they're trying to do with some of the stuff is codify the things that they, that they quote unquote, don't like that they think are problematic and then turn it into a problem. That's why the loitering thing popped in and then got removed because they can say, look at all these people outside loitering because there's somebody cooking. You're not supposed to do that or that they're not supposed to have music, but there's a DJ. Like the more you can add those things, the easier it is to shut a spot down like that, which just is just a, it's a piece of gentrification, right? Neighbors are there. They don't like this bar that's been there 40 years, right? right. All that shit. And that's, that's what some of this stuff is actually about. Um, but uh, if I could say also just again, like, 
when you look on that on that greenway and the development that's going on there that i haven't so those people got in trouble um i know that uh bayou beer garden has had some trouble but this new joint that's down the street um <laughs> is tied in with sydney torres right? right and they burnt down the fucking warehouse over there right so yeah like, and that place is weird no 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 I've, so, actually, I've actually never been no, like, so I now want, the only I, want, I don't know why I walked why, why the hell did I walk in there the only thing somebody that they told got, me they, somebody wanted to meet me there and it was like one of those things where I was like the fact that you asked me to meet you, meet you here is I'm definitely about to say no whatever the project is right yeah like <laughs> yeah, 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 classic douchebag bar right but, exactly but uh it uh you know the only thing they've had trouble over is the parking lot Oh yeah, because there's right. this, there's so much douchebaggery going on there that there's a spillover, you know, and so then they're parking in this lot over there, and and then of course yeah, you know, like the mayor's like, go fucking tell them that's money for the city, you know, but it's not dragging them into the courtroom, you know, because right. like SDT is involved, you right? Know what I mean? Different class of person, you know. Obviously, it's a different. Who's, who's level buying of treatment. up music? Who's buying up buildings that house music venues? Right. That's his business. Part of his business model now is like. Oh yeah, he declared he, that. He yeah. bought the DMAC building because he literally said in an interview like. Yeah, that's right. I see the value in having these buildings because there's a value in that music permit. Uh, so it's just about him sort of capitalizing off live music. Sure. Because it gives his business his buildings more value. Well, of course, he was suing to shut down Bufa's music for years, right? Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, yeah. It's, it's, very, it's, it's, it's predatory, it's man. It's a Donald Sterling move is what it is. <laughs> but, but that's what extremely I, like it, is, it really is. But that's what I'm saying about the, you know, you see his true intentions there. Right. And you see that, like, that whole time that that Bufa's thing was going down was because he thought he could muscle the ownership out of that building by it himself. Mm. Well, that's, that's, that was the goal. I guarantee you that, man, 100%, after he made that declaration about music. He wanted Bufa's. You know, I mean, I can't prove it, obviously, but I know that that shit goes on, and they try to force you out. You no, know, I'm more part of Bufus. But then, they, but then they, they want to shut down Havana Outpost because the guy's an outsider, right? Right? right even right. though it's like literally across the street from Bufus. And right. Like, well, we don't want to live on a on the same block as a music venue. I'm like, you're looking. It's, I can see the Bufus sign outside of your like. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like. Yeah, yeah, man. That, they, that that that's in the court now. That's been up like five, six years ago now. They, it's a shame too, because like. The Van Alpes is a really cool place. Like, it is, the yeah. way, like it's like it actually bring a lot of value to the neighborhood. Yeah, it's man. just an empty ass old gas station on the street. That he fixed like, up now too, right? Yeah, he like, for it, right? Yeah, he's pays he paid for the property. He unblighted it, right? Like he's done his part. He's Playing paying the property. taxes. Let me like, let me tell you something. The whole time that I've lived here, that place has been dilapidated. Right. The entire time of my whole adult yeah, and childhood life. Yes. Nothing has been there ever. Yeah. yeah. Ever. And that guy wanted to put something there. And I know, like, down the street, because I got involved in this, like, wacko group that was, like, pro getting rid of him. Oh, that yeah. was in, on Facebook. And I didn't know who they were, right? And they just started knocking me down because I was in there like, what the hell are you people talking about? You know, yeah. You're crazy. And then it turned out it was, like, a handful of the most wealthy people that live on that street right there. Yeah. And they're like, we just got this woman who happens to be, like, 82 years old. And lives about five houses down. They have a mining company that's out of Lake Charles, you know, but they have their little house in the French Quarter, you know, so they can, they can tell people that's their little home yeah. away from home, you know. And, uh, and he's like, we win. We win. And I was like, motherfuckers, y'all are, this one guy has 25 times the money that you guys have. Right, right. You know, like. He's wealthier probably than the most wealthy person in Louisiana. Yeah, like well, right. he you was know? well, he was waiting to just open up like two more in Dubai or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, right, right, right. right. Some, I mean, this guy doesn't even have time. So like the one, you know, he's so, like flying so, around. So the one in Malibu, you know? I was so because uh, Candyman was there. You know, um, uh, you know Candyman. Uh, uh, why can't, why can't I remember? Mark Wixon. You know Wixon. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Wixon, um, he manages the one in 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 in, in freaking Malibu. So. I was, sitting, I was trying to get into the Soul House in Malibu. So I was there hanging out at the Havana Outpost and hanging out with uh, Candyman. And I'm like, I'm trying to get in the Soul House. And they were like, is George Clooney with you? I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, that's how they roll. Right. And, and and literally, while, while I was sitting in that Havana Outpost, Chris Rock walked in there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a couple of, I was like, oh, okay. I said, uh, yeah, like, I see what's happening. So, I mean, that guy... The guy who runs that place is like, think if his if if one of them's across the street from the Soul House in Malibu, like 
the, he that guy is very smarter where he puts those. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. it, you know, like like he had that one in four green about five years before Barclays came up. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You know, exactly. and it's like, like an anchor spot, right? Like, yeah. Totally. What I'm saying is he's he knows way more about this game than anybody on yep. that block. Like like Jeff said, like this dude really like uh, so like, he so it's all just a joke to him. James like, was like, you should open up on that. Except, yeah. except, <laughs> right. except for the insular club of Louisiana, that's the one thing that right. he, that right. he yeah. didn't know about. Right, exactly. That old right. woman that comes from two million. Case in point, exactly. Right. That's Case in point, mean. two doors down from where he wanted to open, or one door down, Sidney D. Torres bought the church yeah. and had big parties there. He got in a tiny little bit of trouble, modified it slightly, yeah. and then I guess it's been still going on, right? That, also, that one building, sure. also, I don't I know what else to, you know what that I'm one building about? with the yeah. fancy apartments with the gold lines out in front of it and shit, that's all a bunch of rich dudes stabbing cabins. Like, all their, like, the Gumars stay there. Right. So they're like, they're, they're like, we don't bring too much attention to that. They're like, we, because I've been to, i played a lot of parties in that, uh, apartments is a loose word. I mean, they're like right. gorgeous, immaculate structures inside this one building. But like, clearly, like, Definitely like stabbing cabin situation. Sure. Like downtown, you know, they right. live on Mandeville, so sometimes they gotta stay in their downtown office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's right. what that place. I mean, that's what that's what he's saying is completely. Yeah, they just don't want their little hole to be exposed. But this is a guy really trying to bring actual value. You know, what I'm saying to the property, to the community, and like and bring some cultural uh, enrichment. Like we want his. Yeah. We definitely want it. money. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so dumb. It's like there the is some business development like, that we should want. Yeah, right, why right, would you right. block this guy? Right. Well, I think that he'd like... I think he's going to wait it just, out, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll open like talk. six years from now to find the open. And he doesn't right? care. Like you said, he's he's open. He's, he's playing, he can play no, the long no, game with no, that because no. he doesn't... Yeah, he doesn't care. He's got 20 of them. He's yeah, like, exactly. Right. I'll just... Right. Right. When the winds shift, you know, and it seems favorable, he'll get it open finally. Yeah. That'll be that. But I think he just looked at it logically, you know, like of course he consulted with somebody and they're like, well, there's this rampart thing going on and you really should get in on that, blah, blah, blah. And came down, looked at it and he was like, well, this is totally fucking dilapidated. Right. You know, like, why would anybody want it to not be dilapidated and move forward? And he was like, wow, this is a freaky fucking city. Right. Right here. This might be a good time. So you don't want me to fix the building and not eat? This might be a good time for our fake sponsor of the week. Uh, go ahead, Joe. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're on three. You're right on the nose. Man, I am rusty on this show. I know, we're so Go ahead. Rusty. Malcolm Gladwell, shout out. Fake sponsor. See, I didn't even get it. Go ahead. It's fake sponsor of the week. Nice. <laughs> it's your boy, the medical. <laughs> Please sponsor us at goodlifepaper.com. Jeff Jules, tell us more. Thanks for sponsoring. Thanks for giving back to the community. We love you. <laughs> nice. That was like an advertorial is what we call it. It was. Advertorial. Nice. Well done. Well done. Because well, so, I, mean, I, I wouldn't spoke on the guy's behalf. When it first happened, me, uh, Ian Neville, Ivan, but you know, most of us because we know you play in New York enough, like you know what this guy. I'm like, no, no, like, right. You might get paid well as a musician. Yeah, like, yeah. Let him open the spot, please. Right, right. Right. And the spot in Brooklyn's really cool. Like, it, it's a community space. It's like, it's I, dude, I saw do the right thing on the side of that building on during the 20 year anniversary. Right. I was there this year for the 30 year anniversary when they had the block party. Fucking right. But I remember 10 you years ago, after your I was at that Ben Outpost right there. Was, yeah, there's yeah. a Biggie mural right Yeah, they attacked, they attacked him for that. They said, like, one of the old people like, was like, oh, and he's painted a picture of some drug dealer on the side right. of the building, right? Like, look at this. We don't need this in our neighborhood. Who knows yeah. what's going to happen? Yeah, because there's no murals of Biggie anywhere in New York City. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, come on, man. Right? Oh. I mean, I can just imagine this, them cooking us up this argument like in the right. room, like we got him, we got him, we know, we, we know, we know, we know we're gonna get him on. It's this look at that guy, the, the drug dealer, we slam dunk, <laughs> right? <laughs> no one will let him open it now. Wow, wow. So, what do you think your prospects are, Ethan, uh, on this one? So on the ABO, man. Yeah. Um, what can our what can our listeners do to to help? I mean, it, you know, it's, it's up for a vote uh, on the third of October. Uh, the one thing that's tough about it is so many moving pieces because it's it's not like one thing it's like an entire chapter so it's like 80, 90 different things um, I think there's been some stuff out in the press about it I mean the easiest thing would honestly to probably be follow our social media or, or um, look for an article because there are certain things that are still in flux and will be in flux till like the day before. I think. Dude, it's a moving that's target. Right. 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 One thing about it, it's not it's not even really about the musicians. Right. It's just it's just they just think we're not organized enough. So we're we're the easiest in on that. 
Like what the restaurant people could be a little iffy because the chefs got more power and yeah. shit. Like we're not, we don't like we're not well, we're not backers. Right, we're we're not unionized enough. Like we all have right. like our own individual people who support us as artists. That's right. But there's no central thing, so they that's know. Fucking right. That's why they're coming. That's so why they're, they're coming. Change the dates. They're gonna change. Right. That's the why they're coming after us because they they're like the we're debate. not organized enough. Right. We could just if we. If we use it under the guise of noise and music, yeah. we can really just change how we want business to run in the city. And, and for this one, like we've been working on so long that we took a lot of that stuff out of it. Uh, there are other things about outdoor music that definitely people need to get involved in because that's real. Uh, like this is is we've been on so long. To be honest, a lot of our big issues have been taken out because we've been on it literally for a year and a half. Yeah, of uh, yeah, yeah. But right. there there are there like bar the things that bar owners are have trouble with it absolutely like follow and, and you would know more than I because it's not the business that we're in like I can't tell you how a manager license might affect a business I can tell you how like changing the point of measurement for sound will yeah um, so there's a couple things that, that are popping up that are still concerning so you know I would say just follow it um, and, and see see where it lands because honestly it could get withdrawn it could get voted on it could pass it could fail I mean the other thing is to follow up a couple things we've been doing is working with some of the criminal justice organizations to remove um, to remove limitations on people that have formerly incarcerated so like you there's some weird limitations like if you have a felony conviction you can't be a manager at a bar for five years post conviction you can't apply to be an owner for five years post conviction like there's a, a bunch of wonky stuff like your wife or husband can't have a conviction and you can't do those things so you've been working with organizations like vote and others to, to get some of that stuff taken out and so the one thing I think no matter what happens, if the ordinance passes or fails, if it fails, we should still move forward on some of those th- things because they don't they don't matter about anything else. We can still get some of the really regressive uh, stuff taken out because as you as we talked about, one in seven people in New Orleans has yeah, a warrant yeah. for right. arrest, right? Like, yeah, that's right. So you know, we How, need to, yeah, we got to talk about that. Yeah, but real quick before we talk about that, who are the city council people that our listeners should say, yeah, I should vote for them again? I cannot answer that question. Uh, I probably can't. <laughs> because I, I'm, no matter what happens, we got to work with all of them. And, yeah. And so, also as a five hundred one c three, we cannot endorse or not endorse candidates. That's so okay. yeah. we Fair cannot. Enough. We cannot answer that question. I would say, do your research and vote who you think should. So and look, and also go to the. But we can, of State. Joe. You can go to the Secretary of State website, and you can look and see. And I did this with several candidates that I decided to vote or not vote for. To see where they were getting their campaign contributions. Oh yeah, you and there that. are some city council people who made a lot of freaking money from developers who came into the Treme and bought up all that shit. Absolutely. From California, and it's not just Airbnb. It's just it's a uh, it's gentrification like on steroids, you know. And we um, talked about this before, like that. It's happening rap like this is the fastest I've ever seen it happen in any town. Like Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, we're like, like, like New York like we're in crisis. It's like a good crisis? twenty years in New York. They're like, we're gonna just play it out and let it fall. No, like it feels like a it's crisis. Been like, situation it's been like three right now. years of just like, whoa. Like think about New Orleans just three years ago. Yeah, man. It's like That's what right. is happening? Like it's so just look fast. at St. Bernard Avenue. What would happen like that? Yeah, totally. That happened in, in like six months. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, at least I'll just, I'll just say this. Support. That's not even halfway done. That's yeah. not done. Support yeah. Jason Williams for DA. I'll just say that, yeah. which is a good segue uh, yeah. to Absolutely. the uh, to the Washington Post article, I think, um, which is that uh, one in seven uh, men who are uh, disproportionately uh, uh, poor and black, I assume, um, have warrants out for their arrests. Yeah. Of course. I mean, you know, but uh, but, uh, but I mean. Just the thing that list includes, I'm sure me, I mean, probably like Kermit Ruffins, probably like I'm just saying, you know, yeah. So, so I mean, sure, Cyril never. I mean, I, I'm I'm not saying any. I'm not yeah. Casting aspersions on anybody or saying. But that if I, it's one of seven, eight musicians right, that we both know just, probably are on that's that what list. I'm saying I'm not trying to. I don't have any knowledge on anybody's yeah. arrest record. I'm I'm just telling you. A lot of chefs. Well, too. a lot of the people yeah. that have service it. industry men, like yeah, so many like unpaid tickets. Like, yeah, because you don't know. Yeah, like you ran a red uh, light at some point. You, a, you know, a lot of the people on that list that don't know about it. You can get bench Sometimes warrants like, in this town for traffic violations, oh, and yeah. yep. you don't have a process in which to find out. No, unless you go through the sideways. But they don't have a process to find out either. That's why. That's why right. we're all still walking yeah. around. Not in jail. Look, I don't. I, I actually know. With warrants. You see what I'm saying? That's and so it's like it works. It's a great point. Darren. No, I mean it. It works both ways. I mean that's that's how we know it's a fact. Exactly. Because we know how this city works. Like 
Right. Like when I saw that stat, I was like, yeah, I didn't even like it. Even I was like, yeah, of course. That's I mean, I mean, I mean, I was yeah, like, it seems sense. a little low. Right. I mean, I'm like, yeah, okay. I was thinking one and three quarters for right. seven. It's it's another area that could use like obviously massive reform. I know that's an understatement of this podcast, but it's like in my instance, you know, it's a it's a nonviolent uh, supposed financial civil crime, dispute, right? right? Civil business dispute. that arose out of a civil dis- business dispute, which in my opinion should just be always, you know, the responsibility of the police to corroborate whatever evidence the accuser brings. They don't <laughs> do that. They treat everything the same way. Right. And uh, anyone, anyone who has a vendetta, this is a city of vendettas, boy, let me tell you. And uh, and Facts. anybody who has a grudge, anybody who's willing to testify to get some other shit uh, reduced, you know, uh, can go to a cop and say anything they want and get a warrant put on you. Yep. Anyone. You can walk in there today. I just be like, I've had it with Joel, you know. And I walk in there, and I'm like, I'm he like, he talks seventy percent of the time on the podcast. Like, I, you know, That's whatever. Thirty percent earnings out I of just, my pocket. I just make some shit up. My you know? point is, based on that, like, yeah, of course we all have warrants against us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, like, right. that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, who knows how many people I've cursed out that have been like, hey, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I hope not actually, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I, it, it, it's not surprising. It's not. It, no, no, it isn't surprising at all. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, that isn't surprising at all. No, but uh, I think there, there's a thing that uh, I think Councilmember Williams said he's trying to, pat, to introduce a bill that would actually then totally. eliminate a lot of those things because people don't know some of the shit's like twenty years old, right? Of like yeah, just no, it's like, system. Man, no, mine is literally from like two thousand one. Yeah, and it came up in like two thousand fourteen or something. It's like, how does y'all even find? Like, uh, yeah, all that shit flooded anyway. Like, how does it even? Right. It was like so dumb. It there's like, there's a whole bunch of shit that doesn't even, you know, they don't call the warrants for shit that's like subject to statute of limitations. Right. They don't do that. They're just like, whatever. Fucking warrant from 1995. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we got you because we pulled you over. Right. You know, because like one bulb over your fucking license plate. Was yeah, out. I mean, yeah, they're throwing you in you jail know? for bullshit, but you still got to go that night because just because they chose... You know, yeah, they can they can claim the warrant, right. but it's like no judge is gonna be like, "Oh, they caught you with a bag of weed in 1997." Like, like yeah, that's not that's not what I got pulled over. I think it's it's a vote. It's a They do the free break tag thing over here. Oh, that's DSA. It's Democratic DSA. Democratic I love that. Yeah. I love that, man. Because in New Orleans, you get thrown in jail for shit for like a crack in your front windshield. You just get thrown in jail. No, yeah, it's, yeah, for that. it's all it's up to discretion. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. Broken I mean, good thing for me, a lot of cops know my face. I mean, honestly, I mean, you know, like they just recognize me. They don't, really, you know, either from either they actually know me or they just recognize me from shit. Sure. From you know, because the current years or commercial, whatever. I'm just like, sure. I mean, I just claim whatever. They're like, my man, you a rebirth from? I'm like, yeah, my man. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Do what you wanna. <laughs> I'll ask you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Sure, I'm a rebirth. Whatever, like you know, <laughs> whatever. Water seed. I'm in all those bands. <laughs> Fuck it, right? It's me. Thank you. I'll be on my way. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, New Orleans cops. I mean, as far as cops go, like worldwide, I'm. And it seems weird saying this. New Orleans cops is actually reasonable. Dare I say? That says a black man in America in the South. That sounds them. They're actually not just. just Based on reactions with cops and citizens that I see all over the place, I'm just New Orleans cops is not well. They're good with nowhere near the most unreasonable. They're great with crowd control <laughs> yeah, yeah. shit, but you they don't, don't want to be in a moving well, no, but they vehicle. No, 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 no. They, they don't play that shit. But they don't freak out if you come like nobody's drawing on you if you're coming at if you're coming up crazy because sure. like, people are doing crazy shit all the time. That's it's true. Like they're just immune to that sort I of. I feel with that. But so, even even the, uh, the prison police, you know, the Orleans Parish police a couple times that I've been in there um, are like you know I saw some yelling you know and, and, and people getting hot you know and stuff like just like that kind of stuff but right. one time I got thrown in Jefferson Parish you know when I was seven, way worse. 17 yeah, it's way worse. And, and this dude drunk guy peed on the floor and they ripped him out of the cell and they rolled him in his pee and then they handed him a mop and they said, clean that fucking shit up, man. Or we're going to take you outside and beat the shit out of you. Yeah. 
That's what probably, happened to Jefferson Parish. And they probably still beat the shit out of them. They just yeah, yeah, they went to y'all went to That's how that's how it went down, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so, so not you know not we're comparing jails was hilarious, but uh, but <laughs> if you got to go jail, Louisiana. <laughs> Well, Arlene's Prayer is your best bet. I'll just put it to you that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's, that's an interesting <laughs> point. Man. Facts. Damn. You go to jail in St. Tammany Parish, you might be... You forget about it. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, <laughs> close the jail and forget about it for a while. <laughs> right. Like, you know? yeah. That's why I don't leave Orleans Parish. Yeah, because, I mean, you could leave, you can, you know, in Orleans, you could just start dropping names. Man, hold up, man. Somebody called Kermit. Well, who get Jason? Is that Jason Williams? Go get Jason. Get, 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 get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm starting to say anybody's name. Shit. I'm like, uh, like y'all know Erica Falls, huh? I even like Jared Rossett, dude. Bro. Right. Anybody? <laughs> I said a council member. You remember JJ for DD? Yeah. You could drive. See, you could drop names anywhere else. You could beat up doing that shit anywhere else. Exactly. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know who? Yeah. Exactly, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it does work both ways. It it's does. so fucking funny, dude. So, Ethan, what's going on with this um, safety and permits corruption thing going on? <laughs> uh, Do we even want to get into Oh, that? God. So, oh, the property tax thing you're talking about? No, no, safety and permits. Oh, safety and permits. I mean, right. there's a whole corruption scandal that a lot, a lot of the stuff I think involves like uh, building inspections and, and like sort of, of course, that's the angle that it's. No, new. well, it's just like. Oh, when yeah. They, no, when they say they're going to be the club owners. The passes to hand out to musicians. Oh, so we, we can talk about that. Uh, um, so there's two things we can talk about. One, we can talk about the outdoor music and safety and permits and how ridiculous they handle that. And two, yeah. we can talk about the loading zone ordinance. Right, which, which is, is ridiculous. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, 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 so everybody, so every club owner's girlfriend and cousin is going to have a freaking musician bargain pad. Like, that's right. That's your solution? That's like, what it is. <laughs> yeah, like, like, that's not going to work either, man. Come on, bro. Like, so, yeah, you got to, you got to. I mean, we tried so hard, man. We, we were, I know and, that, and, that's and, fine. I mean, that, before you, before yeah, this, I saw a quote from you from like 2010 in an article yeah. that was exactly. It was like, and how many, how many years before that did somebody else say the same thing? Right, right? exactly. It's like there was no, there was no time frame <laughs> that it had to happen by like April 2, 2019, or there would never be musician parking. And you know what happened in 2010 when we barked? Because Jim Singleton was on the way out, so he was like, "I don't care, whatever." No, uh, so right. like oh. me and George Porter went on TV, son, like WWL, like flashing parking tickets, like blah yeah. blah blah, like really, like you give George Porter freaking parking tickets, assholes. And the next day, the next day, they booted my truck in my driveway. In your driveway, <laughs> my back, because my back, my back tire was on the street because I was parked behind my wife's car. So right. My, so technically, the back part of my car was on in the street. They booted they my were back clearly tire. Targeting you. Yeah, right. The key spirit of the article you see in the quote. Yeah. I did an article and I went on TV. Like I was like, all right. And then like they showed me, and of course I had back. I mean, it was like fifteen hundred dollars to get my. Shit. It was like Jesus. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like oh, all those tickets you showed on TV last night that you didn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> we just got you more. Yeah, like Did look that guy up. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Son, they booted me in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Getting booted in your driveway should be in the name of a tyrant, man. I mean, that shit is root. I mean, right? They ruthless. And you say so. So maybe that'll, I, be, that'll be next level. So the idea not levels, that next level. The idea they're not really paying attention is bullshit. They extra paying attention. Mm, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's straight targeting. Like when we get, first of all, you can tickets at 11:35 at night. Right. On a Saturday night. In a loading zone, you're like, well. Who's on shift right now? Like, what? Why is this happening? And they're right. coming out in order to make money. Yeah. To balance yeah. the budget. That's the thing. Yep. And, and then it was they're like, overtaxing our working class citizens, musicians, hospitality workers. Because yeah, you. Oh, oh, but go, but go to the Western Hotel, and turn on the information channel. Whose face do you see on that bitch? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, exactly. So that has yeah. to work both ways too. Okay, city. Like here, if, if okay, if I'm in the package of. Hey, welcome why to New Orleans. Why people are coming here? Then why the fuck y'all booting me? And, and, right. and t- you know what I'm saying? So that there's that's where the disconnect is. It's like well, that is well. well Austin kind of addressed that uh, just recently, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a bunch, but like Portland had a has a whole thing where like you can sign up online, you get a removable pass to put in your it's windshield. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you can just take it off. Like you Portland load, so like people don't know you have gear, all that. Yeah. And like they just have it's self opt in because 
really, what scam are you running where, like, I'm going to opt in to pretend I'm a musician so I can use a loading zone for 15 minutes once a week? Like, right. whose scam is that, right? No like, it's scam, not, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So the idea that somehow, like, people are going to get one over on the city if you do this is ridiculous. So what? Well, we, but we, the club owners will if, yeah. if you allow them to, to distribute the passes. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That the, what, what they passed here was... Because <laughs> the cocaine's got to come through. Someone's got a double part for that <laughs> delivery. Just saying. Either way, either way, though, you still got to walk. You're gonna still got to park and then walk to the club and get the pass from someone at the club to walk back to where you parked to then move in to then unload. Like, what's the point? By then, it's already you've already gotten a ticket, right? So, I mean, that was the thing. Is like, why don't you just take time and actually work something that works? Instead, we have this thing that. Cockamamie. One, you've never have you heard about it at all since the day it passed? No, no, no of right? course not. It's not. They're gonna. No. It's not even. I mean, like, why don't we take our time and do something that worked? And and like, I always kept saying, like, what a victory that whoever did it could do. Like, look at this. We did this great thing for musicians and you know, like New Orleans and company. Whoever come out and make a great big sign and like, like it, it could have been a big victory. Instead, it limped through and nothing happened. And now. Yep. the end uh, you know yeah, yeah. maybe they can revisit it at some point but it's sort of like yeah. I mean it just it, fe- it feels like placation right like oh we gave you something you didn't so give, it's total yeah. placation you didn't give, it, you didn't give yeah. anybody anything right? it's placation yeah. what you were referring to earlier Derek is that they're expecting us to be too stupid and that we're going to look the other way or we're not going to we're going to oversleep we're going to organize and we're not going to yeah. they're going to do a city council ordinance vote on the Wednesday after Mardi Gras yeah. Last Wednesday or whatever the fuck it is. Of course. And they're gonna assume that we're November first pe- or later. Like, it's always gonna be Macno's not fucking paying attention. Right, right. And the reason we fucking <laughs> blare in our microphones the way we that we do on the show is so that people pay attention and we fucking Preserve the fucking culture of New Orleans. Yeah, because we know the noise zone is, is being rewritten now again by the health department. So that's coming back again at some point. Like we know right, that it right. is. Um the outdoor live music stuff, what what's so shitty about that too is that you know, there was this, this piece of legislation which is sort of moot now that just dealt with Treme and Bywater and Mary that would ban some or limit some business from having outdoor live entertainment. But what was found out was that the Department of Safety and Permits unilaterally decided at some point in time that no new business should have outdoor music at all. And so they just decided that and just stopped giving out uh, permits permits for yeah, anybody yeah, to have yeah, outdoor well, unless music. You're a, unless you're an ex-Saints lineman. Correct. Then, then unless, you can unless, open up whatever monstrosity you right, exactly, anywhere exactly. and do whatever the fuck you want because you're just or if you're in, yeah, but or if you're, if you're, you're just, in the club right. if you just yeah. have a small right. like right. small spot you want on music they'll just say no right. and they, the, the thing is your grandkid plays right. quarterback for Newman right now right, right. right. then you can do yeah. it but, yeah. but the thing is they, they also had to reach to find a, a reason to do it and they said it's because in the zoning code to have live music it says all doors and windows must be closed and the reasoning was because the music is outside, there are no doors and windows that exist to close. Therefore, you cannot have live music outside at all, right? Oh, um, that's just crazy. And it's just, it's just, it's nonsense. But that was a justification. It exists nowhere. It was never written down. Someone decided it. Like we did a public records request and found all this, and like it doesn't really exist. Right. Someone just decided because they didn't want to do it, and then like. There's probably a lawsuit somebody can do, but now it's going to be a whole process. They're going to do a whole study about where out like live oh, yeah, outdoor music in New Orleans, right, right. where it can be, where can it not be, all this stuff. And then people are confused because like it doesn't affect your private. Like you can still have an outdoor house party if you want. Right. It doesn't affect second lines, but if you have a business, you're opening up. So if you wanted to open up a second Bacchanal, you couldn't do it, right? Right. Original Bacchanal will exist, right. but then the thing is, what a they beautiful always, place, right? But what they right. always say is like. Counts. Don't worry, don't worry. Every existing business will be able to, to to stay open. But the thing is, nobody can take their place. So eventually, that's just a net loss, right? Because if nobody can reopen one by one, they close down. Nobody opens up. Oh, you and start they're, they're trying to tax the outside tables per table, right? right? All that that too, that right? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> so like, it's all these things happening, right? right? And, and and you know, little by little, like all this shit happens. And so like, we try to unravel it, but you know, it's. It's tough, man. There's no real, there's no real plan or anything. So everything just sort of like happens bit by bit, and before you know it, like there's no outdoor music, no outdoor tables. You can't loiter and like, and you can't be above Inside forty decibels, bar. right? Like, right? Like, hypothetically, but all those things sort of could have happened, right? Yeah. So, and but bit by bit, they chisel away. Hey guys, I hate to say this, man, but I gotta, I gotta cut it short. Can yeah. we uh, do a quick dog out of the weekend plug? Go ahead. I'm gonna give me the echo effect. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Dog 
Uh, wait, do we catch that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah we got. It. I don't have my hands on, folks. Um, all the assholes who are, for whatever inexplicable reason, are uh, not wanting New Orleans culture to be sustained and preserved and grow. I don't. I don't get it. And they they like that. They like Savannah, Georgia. They that's like Savannah, they, Georgia. That's what they want it to be. But like so. Charleston, it's like the clean New Orleans. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like fuck. You know, architecture the is the, the real reason. Place in the freaking right. world. Fuck. Like, we <laughs> talked about that. Architecture is number one, man. You right. didn't know that. All Everybody comes you. here for the. You got your chicken livers and your architecture. Nobody wants to listen to that music, man. They want to see this home, antebellum right. home. <laughs> that's right. Look at that brickwork. This China. A load of crap. So it's fuck those people. On that note, if you want to support music and culture, Matt knows seventh anniversary party is. October 4th, 9 p.m. at the Hi Ho with Brassaholics, uh, Odell's Junior Wild Magnolias, uh, DJ uh, Riviera Slim, and DJ Nice Rack. 9 to 2, Hi Ho, uh, $10 to the door, $15 in advance. Uh, tickets at magna.com. Check it out. And that uh, that funding goes towards supporting you guys. Uh, 100% goes to uh, working supporting on us, support music and culture. Yeah. advocacy, yeah. right? Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. So check it out, man. Derek, you got uh, you got some gigs coming up. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you got your album, bro. You, look, are you gonna be up for? A, you think you're gonna be up for a Grammy, bro? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, roots rock category. We're gonna try for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going regardless. Folks, know. check out levels. It's on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. It's that, that one's actually doing pretty good. Um, produced by Ben Elman. Um, you know, as as far as you could, as far as I can tell. I mean, so good buzz about it. I mean, yeah, we gotta give Spotty Cat uh, Friday, twenty seventh, and um, I don't know what else after that. Po Boy Fest, I guess, if that's actually happening. <laughs> controversy, more. <laughs> more controversy. More controversy. And look, yeah. I don't know. Um, soulbrassband.com they got shit happening Derek we'll have you come back on uh, I think we should do uh, Jeff here's what I think because we didn't do the preseason we didn't talk Saints about the Saints thing. at all today here's the thing I think here's Sorry. what we should do no, I'm, 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 I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna push this out to you guys right now that on the bye week in November for the Saints we should do a bye week special for the Saints where we just talk Saints Going into those last like seven weeks of the season, we'll have Drew Brees that's what I, be that's back what I propose. That's yeah, right. that's right. Drew Brees should be on, about to come back. Where we do that? Okay, right. All right. Yes. It's it's a good life, babe.com. Hey, Jeff and Joel's tale. one last shout out. Sorry, Jeff, because I fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Yeah, well, I'm trying to unfuck it right now by wrapping the shit exactly. up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck cancer, y'all. Thanks, Jeff. All right, all right, y'all. Uh, it's a good life, babe.com. Jeff and Joel's tales from New Orleans. You guys tune in next time. You know, sorry about the sporadicness of the schedule, but, um, you know, it's all because of me. And <laughs> that's just how it goes down, you know. So uh, tune in. We're going to have more episodes coming up. It's goodlifebabe.com. Jeff Joel's Tales from New Orleans. Yeah, right. You.